Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Cats and kittens, how's everybody doing out there? I hope they're doing well because I know we are after the nice little evening oh we had. Oh my goodness, I'm ready for a nap. Well, we're fat and happy and a little tipsy. Yeah, so, whew, you know, ready to go to sleep. <laughs> well, we're not ready to go to sleep. I mean, we still I have am. stuff to do tonight, but um, even though it's like 10.15 when we're recording this. Yep. So, anyways, welcome to Bold Nights Out for October 18th. Holy smoke, it's already halfway through the month? A little more than halfway through. Uh, You mean that, you know what that means. Um, Halloween's around the corner. Snow? Uh, Don't say the bad four-letter word. Snow. No. I'm looking forward to a blizzard this year if it happens. I would like one nice big like two foot like, snowstorm. Just as long as it's shut it, down the city for two days and then be done with it. I would like it just as long as South Hills Village stayed closed. Right, because so I don't have to go to work my still, nine to five. You still have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. You can't get to work on the trolley line because the trolley line is usually shut down for a day or two on that shit. And we probably couldn't get the card nope. dug out and then every other road. Nope. So you'd probably be good to go. <laughs> All right. So anyways, welcome. So what did we do this week with Bold? We had a lot on the website again. Um, if you are not familiar with Bold PGH, we had a couple of things. Um, You had your, was it your third or your second? Third. Third Bold Mornings. Uh, yeah, you, did, you, you guys started it, saw how it was received, and then took a break for a week because of PodCamp, and then got back into it. So last Sunday was the third episode with you and Missy yes. for Bold Mornings up at Sorgatron Media Studios. So yeah, so check that out. Head over to the Facebook page, and you can check out that that video. Um, on the blog, we did the Merchant Oyster Company um, is opening up. We did a piece on Metacara, an amazing music band that's um, coming out with their sophomore album. And we also did a wonderful book review on Write It Out, a new journal that's coming out. Excellent. Um, and, of course, we also have the infamous cupcake costume, how to make your own at home. Um, and always, too, if you're still struggling on getting that pumpkin... Amanda wrote a great piece on fall festivals. Right, and we're going to talk about a little bit about that because uh, we went to uh, Tracks Tracks Farms on Sunday. Uh, yes, we did. That's our up. usual trip, though. I love going down there, and we right? should go down there more, but we don't. Also, going on with Bold, we have Bold Sports. Uh, we're going to be recording episode seven here shortly. Oh, my God. Seven episodes. You're yeah. almost in the double digits. Uh-oh. What are you going to do? I don't know. <gasps> I, guess when we get, I guess when we get to ten episodes, we'll have to, like, chug a bottle of Natty or something like that. What? I don't know. Just... Should I get you a 40 of Old E, too? You know what? 40 of Old E probably won't be. We're going to call 
Doug on that and say, should we drink this? And um, we know his thing on old E. So. Um, also, uh, did you start something new with the Bolt Sports, huh? Yeah, we did. Um, what was it? So when we were at PodCamp, yes. uh, and we were talking about it, and Sorgatron Media is the one that produces Bold Sports for us. Uh, we're talking with Michael Sorg, and he says, why don't you have your own Twitter handle yet? And I was like, well, we were seeing how it was received first. He goes, it's being received well. Get your own Twitter handle. So <laughs> we're like, okay, so 10 minutes later, guess what? Bold Sports had a Twitter handle. So it's um, bold, pgh sports, uh, and that's on Twitter. So that's at bold, uh, pgh capital pgh and sports uh, on Twitter that you can get to myself or my um, compadre Matt, uh, and also Amanda has access to that too. So she, can, I don't read it. She no, she's like, oh, he's tweeting again, um, <laughs> and she just like swipes left. Um, so yeah. Uh, you can find us on there, as well as at boldpittsburgh.com. Mm-hmm. You can get a hold of us. And also sorgatronmedia.com. I'm sure they could forward you to uh, us as well. That's where to check the podcast and the daytime Exactly. Show, That's where to check the podcast and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but follow us on Twitter at boldpghsports. So, babe, I did the notes again this week. You did, which shocked me, and that's okay. I know, right? So I dubbed this weekend Fall is Here because we, you know, had a very beautiful, lovely last week, and then it kind of shit the bed for a day or two. And not shit the bed, but it was still sunny but chilly. Uh, like, I wore a hoodie for the first time tonight. Uh, since and you were last, quite comfy in it, weren't since you? Since last spring, yeah, I was quite comfy in you jeans and a hoodie. Comfy. I was quite comfy in it. Picked up a new hoodie, uh, it was a week or so ago at, uh, uh, local on the rocks out in East Liberty, uh, from a local art vendor. It was quite, uh, quite comfortable. It was excellent. Uh, but why I said fall is here is like I said, Amanda and I went down on Sunday to our yearly pilgrimage to Trax Farms to go pick a pumpkin, which we did. We did get a nice pumpkin. Has a nice face on it. Good for carving. Uh, I plan on pulling the seeds out and roasting the seeds. That's my big thing. Uh, also, Amanda got to peruse the whole Trax Farms area, uh, taste some wine. Uh, we also, um, if you didn't know, Arsenal Cider has a That was a the first time I've ever had room. Arsenal Cider at all. Well, but you haven't been to the one in Lawrenceville. No, the and original, I've never had them anywhere it, else. No, you've had Arsenal Cider before. Mm, I better remember. You ha- you've had Arsenal Cider before. I know you okay. have because I've had it to you. Uh, I've handed it to you and said, drink this. And you're like, oh, it's okay. Um, how about that shows how much I pay attention to what I actually drink in front of me. Right? I lied. I drink a lot. I I don't drink a lot, but. No, you drink a lot. More than most, but less than a lot. <laughs> it's kind of my job. I know. You drink more than most, but less than a lot. It's like I when guess? people ask me what my life is like, and I'm like, about a new restaurant every week and uh, probably beer. Which like, we'll get into that new restaurant week. this week here in a little you bit. You know. But we were down at Trax Farms, and, uh, you know, we always get lost for at least an hour in the antique area that they have upstairs. Oh, my God. Yeah, It's amazing. Um, I took some pictures and said to a friend of mine, said, hey, you still collecting sports cards? He's like, of course. I said, here, take a look at this. He's like, shit, i got to make a pilgrimage down there myself to go check out sports cards. Because they have everything from sports cards, old whiskey bottles, uh, old furniture, uh, 
vintage clothing. Uh, what did you find? Corel wear? We found some Fiesta wear. That, like, some Pyrex, some uh, Corel wear, some really cool clothing. Um, I found some luggage that I fell in love with. Yeah, I mean, like, everything. They really. had a piece of Fiesta. They had a, I have Fiesta wear. Amanda and I do for our daily usage. There was a Fiesta wear butter dish on there. $125 for I'm like, what the fuck? $125 for a Fiesta Wear butter dish? It's a discontinued color. It's a discontinued color, but like 10 or 12 years now. Um, so I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. If you're really into Fiesta Wear. I mean, there's wear, Fiesta Wear in the Andy Warhol Museum. You do realize there is. that. Speaking of Fiesta Wear, I saw a friend of mine was down at Newell, West Virginia today. This weekend is their outdoor. Oh. This weekend is their outdoor bin sale. Hmm. I'm like, Sunday bastard. morning. Sunday uh, morning. The Steelers, the Steelers play late. They play at 4.30. We can still make it the down Steelers there. Steelers play at 4.30. We can still make it down and back. Maybe listen to the first quarter on the radio. It's all right. Um, it's all good. But no, fall is here. Get out to your local pumpkin patch, your local um, you know, farms. Go get a pumpkin. Go relax. Chill. Get some fresh cider because that's what I got. You got some fresh cider. We also got apple, caramel apple. Caramel apple dip, dip and, and some, some fresh apples, apples and peaches. Oh, and, really um, big fresh peaches. I got to cook those tomorrow. Yeah. I got to cook those tomorrow because we, we like them with goat cheese and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Um, but no, awesome time. Falls here. Enjoy your your sun while the sun's out because it's getting dark at seven o'clock now. Mm-hmm. Go hiking. Go hiking. Yeah. You see that fall go. Foliage? Oh my god, I can't. I need Even to go walking hiking. the trails at South Park and North Park. I know they're not that exciting, but still. Get it's a out big time. there and breathe some fresh air. Remember when we were kids, we used to go up to the Moon Tower and they'd have it oh open during the day to go check out the foliage in North Park. I don't even want to talk about the Moon Tower. Well, it's, so now the, it's, it's now the it's it's the Water Tower up on Northridge. Yeah, Road. we called it the Moon Tower because um, of days days and days. Days and confused came out while we were in yeah. high school, so. Like, I was, like, in eighth grade when Days of Confused comes out. So, like, literally we every... We were a little older than that, but, yeah. Every, like, college ambition or every high school ambition I had was to be, like, Days of Confused, which meant I spent a lot of time in classic cars and getting high. So... We were just born a few like, decades late. That's all it was. I'm like... But we went to the Moon Tower an awful lot in North Park and Brooklyn and just went up there and drank and stuff and few times had to run from the cops through the baseball yeah, field once and stuff. or twice yeah you know it happens so we were riffraff so uh that's enough about the fall stuff going on we're gonna get into something that's a little more fall but amanda and i saw this on sunday and she's like oh my <laughs> god i need that in my life and she's like i'll go get a growler of it for literally Literally, I she never left within stop five what minutes. I'm doing to drive to a brewery as fast as she's I like, can. She's like, call them, make sure they still have it. Oh, yeah, because I wasn't going to waste the gas to go the four blocks to go get it. Right. But yeah. I, now I'm very happy I did drive all the way over so, there to get So it. we're going to let four Amanda blocks. go with, Amanda, what are we drinking? We are drinking Hitchhiker Mashmallow Stout. So... The Facebook ad, which, great way, great job on the ad, by the way, because let me tell you, it made me stop what I was doing and drive over there to get it, um, was basically like um, marshmallow and chocolate stout, um, and they were pairing it with these Leone's ice cream, um, but it's marshmallow Count Chocula stout. 
So they and they had a double chocolate marshmallow ice cream sandwich made with the beer. Um, it was in Sharpsburg and in Mount Lebanon. I drove over to Mount Lebanon, obviously, right away. They were sold out of the ice cream by, like, 6 o'clock they, when so they we only called. Had, yeah, they, they were out. Um, but they still had the beer on tap. So I was like, oh, my God, I got to go over and get it. And I brought a growler over and got it right away. But um, you were going to mention we had our friends at Hitchhiker. Yes. Sorry, I got distracted on something else on craft beer. Oh, babe. Squirrel! Um, um, who messaged us? Andy. Uh, I can never pronounce... Andy! I can never pronounce his last name. Thank you for reaching name. back out to us. Uh, Kwiatkowski. Uh, I can never pronounce his Polish last name, but Andy is the head brewer uh, for Hitchhiker. Andy, thank you for reaching back out to us. Thank you so much. Andy also happens to be a neighbor of ours. He lives like a street behind and a couple houses down. <laughs> um, but I, I, I messaged Andy. It was like, hey, can you give me some specs on the beer? It's like we picked up at Mount Lebo. I said, we're going to be drinking it for our podcast and stuff. He goes, thanks, man. No problem. He goes, here's the specs on the brew. We're at a 7.3% ABV, which honestly, I can't taste that at all. Can you? I can. You can. I can't. But... I can't taste the 7.3. It tastes like a normal beer to me because I normally start my beers at like 7.5. I can, but only because it it's really a heavy stout. See, I, mean, I don't get it too heavy. It's a little I, lighter stout for me. I, I taste really heavy, like Guinness heavy stout. Okay, well, see, this is where tastes vary. And you like your stouts, and I like stouts as well. I like stouts more than I like anything else. You do. Uh, stouts but- and porters are like my fave. But uh, Andy messaged me that, um, so there's a few different malts in here. And when I say a few, there's a lot. So they're, they're doing Maris Otter, Pale Chocolate, uh, Flaked Barley, uh, Munich One, Crystal 45, Honey Malt, and Roasted Barley uh, are the malts in the brew. Uh, then they added uh, Count Chocula. The cereal, the folks, cereal. from the 80s. Yes. Like my favorite cereal ever. Well, it's not from the eighties. I mean, they still make it daily. So um... no, they only bring it out during Halloween now, and that's it. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that. No, it's not still like a daily usage. No, cereal? Count Chocula, Blueberry, and um, Frankenberry are only out during Halloween. Oh well, shit. I, I see. That's how often I. Used but to when it. I was a child, it was out all the time, and I was like addicted. You should ask my. Father. I had it when I was a kid. Like oh like, no, like all the time. My but parents used to have to buy four boxes now. at a time. So, but they added Count Chocolate to the mash whirlpool, uh, uh, and then conditioned it, uh, conditioned the beer on it. Fifty boxes went into the beer. Thirty-two point five pounds total. Wow, uh, that's a lot of Count Chocula. That's a lot of Count Chocula. I would need a lot of milk. <laughs> right. So. So I'm curious why they didn't add any milk. Because then it would turn into a milk stout. But it would still kind of go with it. It would go with it. I mean, Andy, why didn't you add any milk? But go ahead. What do you get from the beer? You're you're giving it a nice taste. Okay, well, say... The smell, I definitely smell sweetness. I definitely can smell the chocolate notes in it. Definitely. Um, Right off the top. It is smooth going down. I taste it in the back of my tongue. Nothing on the side. So you can taste no hops. Like... Hops gets me on the sides, like an acidic coffee. Right. So this goes straight down. 
Um, so it's mostly on the back. So not very hoppy at all. Um, it's very dark in color, which makes me think it's richer. It is very dark in color. It's very rich, but it's not as dark as a lot of stuff. So it actually has more of that coffee color to it, if you ask me. Yes. Um, it has more the of a coffee taste color. is absolutely amazing. The first thing I can taste is the marshmallow. And then the last thing I taste is the chocolate. Like, the chocolate's like an afterthought. See, I don't get any marshmallow at all. I do get the chocolate, but I do get the roastedness. Yeah. And I get the roasted malt. Uh, I guess maybe, like, that marshmallow. See, the marshmallow and Count Chocolate tasted different than any other marshmallow. It didn't taste like your typical, like, Big King marshmallows that you make s'mores out of. Right. I'm a s'mores girl, so years being a Girl Scout, I could taste this being closer to a s'mores than anything. Yes, I can see that. I get a lot of the roasted toastiness to mm-hmm. it. I get, I definitely get that chocolate. Uh, I'm definitely getting the... Which the roasted even comes from the cereal you know because that was like toasted oats well, in and, the cereal. And, and you know what? Now you say it, the marshmallow me comes on the backside on the sweetness portion of it. Mm. Where I get the sweetness off the nose, which gives it a little bit of that, of that marshmallowy, chocolatey. Right. But I, I get it on the back side, too. So but I don't know on the back yeah, side. Yeah, nice 7.3. Um, yeah, I'm going to have like four of these things. Well, that's what the growler holds. So. Well, then you might as well stop drinking right now. Uh, I guess I just hand the growler over the big bendy <laughs> straw. And... Ah, growler with bendy straw. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, guys, the Hitchhiker. Thank you, Andy, uh, for getting back to us about the yes. exact... Um, mash that you did with the brew and if you are a brewery and you would like us to sample your beer on the air please drop us a line and we will be glad to come pick up a a growler and talk about it excellent um but where did we eat this week so you ate at one place and i ate with you at the other one (laughs) yes so we're gonna couple this as to where to eat and where to drink in the same two places so if you got to watch the wild show uh, the morning show i'm already twisting everything up if you got to watch the morning show on sunday you got to hear me talk about the wild side pub at the full pint wild side pub in lawrenceville Okay, so we all know Full Pine Brewing. We know how amazing their beer is. They've been out north for sales. One of the first breweries. They're amazing. The Chnooky, the Hopism. I mean, they're known in this area. The Gus, all of them. They're known. Um, anyways, Sean got, invited me out to check it out um, because they have had food for a while now. Who would have thunk? Um, and their food, oh my gosh, was amazing. So I need to talk about this food again. I unfortunately was not able to go, but I did get to see all the pictures. And Amanda brought some stuff home that I'm not a leftovers person. So I'm kind of like, ah, that looks good, babe. She goes, but you can heat it back up. I'm like, nah, I'm good because I'm not a leftovers person. (laughs) Anyways, I totally fell in love with things like the Mexican pizza, which they make their own chorizo. Um... And it has crumbled up tortilla chips on top, jalapenos, green peppers, taco meat, all that, all on top. It's amazing. And then I got to try the Cuban, 
which is a a Cuban's its own sandwich. And you, every time you you've talked about this, I'm like, and you break. It I kind of mess it up. You you, you break it down into two sandwiches. I'm like, no, it's 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 those two sandwiches, but it's one. It is. So it has pulled pork and ham, and then it has the um uh cabbage. You know the cabbage and the Russian dressing. So Cuban is like a Reuben and like a pulled pork sandwich meet together Mm -hmm. with a piece of ham. And you you always break it down into two different ones. I'm like, no, it's the same thing. It is the same thing, but it's the combined of the two sandwiches. It is. All right. And then the last one, which was my favorite, 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 was the not so, the not so much cheesesteak. The not so Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, the not so Philly cheesesteak. So it was a cheesesteak. But it was ground up bison. Right. Melted which, which down. Which is awesome. Melted down with Velveeta. Right. And then come and then topped with some cheese and onions that were sauteed in beer. And you don't like onions and you like the Oh my god, I ate so they were, many of their so onions. It was unbelievable. And, and I was like, Oh my god. They were so candied and caramelized and broke down and mm-hmm. on there. And then there was more cheese on there as well. Uh, with the, the nice bun. Right. And everything. And something cool, too, is most of their stuff, they try to get local. Of course, it's tough to find meat local, so they, they don't do that so much. But There is a bison farm. There's a bison farm out in New Kensington. So um, they don't do too much meat local or anything like that, but their cheese, some of their bread, some of the other stuff like that, they try to. They add beer where it's needed. They're not just going to add it because they have it when right. it comes to the food. But, like, there's beer cheese on the menu and stuff like that that makes it, like, that's where beer belongs. But right. they're not just going to add it because they have it. Um, got to learn some cool beer facts. I did not know Hoppism, which is my favorite beer by them, is actually an ode to Andy Warhol. Um, I did not know that. Near lie. You told me that. Because you, you texted me that. I'm like, what? Also didn't know that the Gus beer is actually named after one of their brewers. I thought it was for Gus Van Sant because I was like, oh, look, it's like a blues guitar. No, it's actually one of his brewers who is a um, guitar player, like a blues guitar player. So it is not for Gus Van Sant. I was so wrong and they had a nice little chuckle over that when I like tried to be all like beer mastery about it. And they're like, ah, uh, no, good job. But it's they're like, that's brewers. very good. Um, but I didn't know Hoppism was named after Andy Warhol, or wasn't named after him, but was like based after based after him. Andy Warhol. Which now that I go back and look at the art for it, I was like, oh, it's the banana. Yeah, it's the electric banana, but instead they drew a hop. Right. So, um, and yeah, I got to learn a little bit more about the the beer out there was great. Um, I did get to try. I had a Hoppism because it's my favorite. Um, by them. And then I had a, they did a collaboration with Black Forge Coffee, where it was a cold brew. And I got to have a little sample of that, in which it was amazing. But the food was seriously the topic. It was uh, Well, he, he, so he even told you for... when we met with Sean that he's like, people know we have beer. They don't know we have food. We want right. you to talk about the food. We want you to, yeah. you know, express the food. So here this. I am talking about the food. Exactly. Because the food is, it's amazing. And nobody, it's like an afterthought when they get out there. They're like, oh, they come for the beer, but then they're like, oh, we already ate. But no, you should eat there. 
you should definitely eat there. And it's kind of cool because their kitchen is just kind of like tucked into the corner. It's not really like a kitchen kitchen, but they do all these cool things. They also had like an, um, an ox, uh, sandwich. Like there was some other different, really, really cool things. By the way, their stadium nachos is like my favorite story ever that I've ever heard from a restaurant. All right. So break that down. So it's called stadium nachos. And literally, they serve it in the plastic squishy container. Nice! And it's the round stadium nachos with melted down nacho cheese. The same you get at, like, PNC Park. <laughs> but literally, he's like, everybody asked if we had nachos on there. And so I put them on there so, as a so joke. Do they and have the one? Everybody's expecting, like, these nachos, like, grande nachos with, like, stuff all poured on top. Nope, you get, like, a plastic container with nachos and the cheese. <laughs> so they open, like, a one-gallon can that says Cheese Whiz Z's. <laughs> Because, like, that's awesome. Stadium nacho cheese and I are really good friends. Yes, so that's exactly what the stadium I know what I'm ordering are. when I get a full pint just to get started. And that is exactly what it is. Um, I'm sorry. It No, it was... Oh, no, not just, you guys. I'm sorry, the kitty. Oh, yeah, we just scared the kitty. Um, <laughs> that was an amazing piece of food. Uh, we also... I also want to recommend... The um the ox roast, which is roast beef, cheddar, habanero, mayo, on a pretzel roll. Um, they do have some flatbreads, like a pulled pork flatbread. Now that uh, something I'd be interested in. Something tells me it probably has some, like salad cream or jalapeno on there. Um, barbecue pork, cheddar, gouda, and Gus peppers. Oh, okay, peppers. All right. I said jalapeno. There's peppers, so I'm sure they're probably like jalapenos. They're like done with the Gus beer. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah. So that's it. I mean, they uh, their food was amazing. Yes, they have a vegan piece too. So they do. Um, it's called the. I'm sorry too. The cheesesteak was called the Larryville. It's not a cheesesteak. So it's like Lawrenceville. Okay. Instead, so. And they do have a grilled cheese. That's supposed to be amazing. Grilled it's called Grow Me a Cheese. It's sharp cheddar, smoked gouda, Swiss pretzel roll, and you can add pulled pork for four bucks. Yep. Are you in? I'm in. All right. We got to go to back down there. So, anyways, that is why a full pints wild side hub in Lawrenceville. Yes. So we're going to couple where to eat and where to drink, kind of the same thing, because also you should drink down there in Lawrenceville at the Wildside Pub uh, from Full Pine. But also where we were at tonight, why a man is kind of flustered, uh, is we were uh, down in Bridgeville. You make it sound like I was really bad today. Uh, you're not wearing the, you're, you were not really bad, um, but you had a little more whiskey than you normally do. Um, we were down tonight in Bridgeville at McIntosh's. Uh, in Bridgeville, right off um, Washington Avenue there, which is Route 50. Uh, and it's right there on the corner. I forget the side street, but it's right on 50. Uh, we were down there tonight for Station a nice... Street. Station Street. Thank you. That's where it was. We were down there tonight for a nice little bloggers dinner where we ran into some good friends of ours and people that you probably uh, know to listen to and people that are listening to us know us. Uh so we were down there tonight, and they did a nice little spread for everybody. There's probably, what, 20 of us down there? Uh, we yeah. had 
their loaded nachos. We had their loaded fries. We had um, their black, what was it? Sorry, um, their buffalo blue uh, mac and cheese, which was done the buffalo and blue cheese sauce. The hot mess mac. Uh, but with the buffalo blue, there's uh, grilled chicken in there, uh-huh. so forth. Excellent. Yeah, the hot mess mac, which was jalapeno peppers with banana peppers with some other peppers. Um, all had the nice crumbling on top. Uh, nice cheese sauce, good bechamel. You're going to gush about the last one, aren't you? Oh. The lobster mac and cheese was phenomenal. There was knuckle meat. There was claw meat. There was tail meat. All chopped up. The nice noodles, bechamel sauce was phenomenal. The nice crispies baked on top. Um, scallions and tomatoes come on everything. So I know when Amanda and I go down there uh, for a full dinner that I'm going to See, order. See, I ate my tomatoes tonight, That I'm going to order things without tomatoes. I ate my tomatoes I tonight because they were amazing. I do not like I don't know what it was. I just tomatoes. ate everything tonight. It was possibly the whiskey. You know, <laughs> and tonight we actually got to go down uh like I said, we got to go down tonight, and they did a nice uh, scotch pairing for us. Uh, we did the Balvini 12-year-old. We did the Balvini 14-year-old, and we did the Balvini 17-year-old. Uh, that was for the appetizers, where the fries and a um, kind of antipasta, um, what's that, herbivore, vegetarian platter came out with hummus and pita and roasted peppers and yeah, feta that's, cheese. Yeah, you're not all about that. No, I mean, it was good. I ate, I ate some of the pita and some of the feta. Um, I ate some of the hummus. It was there really, you go. really good. Um, I'm a big hummus So person, we did the Balvini 12 double wood, the 14 Caribbean cask, and the 17. And we had the gentleman from uh, uh, the... Uh, I have his cards not on me, of course. Uh, the company he works for, excuse me right now, I'll get back to you on that. Um, he reps uh, some of the different uh, scotches and uh, liquors in the area. Uh, now, the difference between the 12 and the 17 is five years. It's the same scotch, just aged five years apart. Uh, and then the 14-year-old was aged in a Caribbean cask, which those casks were previously used for rum because scotch is one of those liquors that uses previously used casks for aging. Uh, then with, uh, dinner, uh, when they put out the mac and cheese, they brought out, uh, Glenfiddich and Glenfiddich is a very nice scotch. And they actually had my favorite Glenfiddich, which was the 15 year old Solaire Reserve, which is phenomenal. Um, and there's a whole process to how scotches age. It's kind of like rules, kind of like how bourbon goes as well. Uh, but we did the, uh, Glenfiddich. Uh, 12 year old we did the Glenfiddich 14 year old and we did the 15 year old uh, there wasn't any desserts tonight but I think scotch was a great dessert don't you <laughs> yes definitely was um, also we talked to the chef and owner mm-hmm. and he's like you know this started out uh, as a whiskey and beer bar as the focus and then for food to be secondary, where anymore you talk to a lot of chefs and they're like, our food is first and the cocktails and wine and liquors are an accompaniment. He said, no. He said, this is a bar. <laughs> this is, 
whiskey and craft beer. And the food is to keep you full while you're here drinking. Is essentially what he said. Not those exact words. So don't take those out of too much context. But... So we're going ahead and we're like, well, that makes sense. Mac and cheese is a comfort food. Mac and cheese fills you up. Mac and cheese is good. You want to drink beer and you want to drink whiskey with mac and cheese. Uh, also with nachos. And uh, we didn't get a full taste of everything offered a menu. He said there was burgers and so forth. Uh, and their kitchen, again, like uh, the Wildside Pubs, is very small. It's, it's a little contained area that's probably no bigger than our living room. Uh, actually, I think it's smaller than our living room. Because <laughs> uh, I walk past it. The restrooms are back. You have to walk past the, past the kitchen to get to the restrooms. Uh, it's kind of quite tiny and small. It was a good time. It's right down there in Bridgeville. We both liked it a lot. I did. Yes. I mean, who can go wrong with mac and cheese? I, yeah. That's what I like whiskey. about it. I like the fact that it was a place that I could wear jeans and a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. And yet had an upscale, not it had a dirty bar. It, like, you it know had what a, I mean? It had like, a it really high-end... upscale end, feel, but where yeah. it was obviously used to be. Yeah. High-end bar food in a local neighborhood area. Yes. Is that's what exactly it is. exactly what it was. Uh, we were down there, and Amanda looked at me, she goes, you're wearing jeans and a hoodie and a backwards hat? I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. She goes, ah. As we walked out the door, it's like, let's go, we're late. And we went in, and we saw some of our other friends there. We're also wearing jeans and a hoodie and backwards hats. I didn't feel it's too okay. I was wearing a nice shirt and a you pair were wearing, of jeans. You were wearing jeans and your boots and, and a nice shirt. Um, but no, excellent. Uh, go check those guys out down in Bridgeville, McIntosh. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, they also are the owners of Bacon and uh, Carnegie. Carnegie. Mm-hmm. So if y'all like Bacon, you're definitely going to like McIntosh. Definitely, there's no doubt about that. Excellent. So I think we're get, we're kind of overdue for a break. So we're gonna go for a break right now. We're gonna come back with some events that are going on this week that you guys need to get going to. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geik's Got Game every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. All right, folks, we're back from that little break. Hope you uh, enjoyed some things from our friends here at the River's Edge. Oh, my God, we have events. We do. We have so many events. What I thought it was like getting cold out. It is. But guess what? Before it gets really cold, we have the Saturday Night Market that's going to be uh, at Market Square this Saturday night. Um, this is from Boone Concepts. Boom um, is hosting this weekend? Yeah, and it's cool nice. like that. Uh, and why it's cool like that is because Boom Concepts presents Cool Like That, the redo at Pittsburgh uh, Downtown Partnership Night Market, featuring a jazz band trio plus... Um, I cannot pronounce half these names. I really do not want to butcher them, so I'm not going to even try. Uh, it's inspired by Diggable Planet's classic album, The Rebirth of Slick, which is a great album. Cool Like That combines elements of jazz and hip-hop with contemporary synergy of fresh local artists. Come and enjoy an evening of unique creative talent featuring bands, vocalists, MCs, and more. Cool Like That, the redo is featured to, uh, uh, feature retro. 
A night of cool, fun, and creative company awaits you. And also, they have the markets that are out in Market Square, which is all the uh, artists and so forth that have their booths set up uh, with nice photography, accessories, to, uh, home decor, jewelry, and other things like that. We have Bring Up a Cure. I'm just going to let you keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Keep going. Well, Cider... Uh, I, I was pulling up. I was done with that event. So. Keep going. Um, Threadbare Cider House. Uh, their grand opening is this Friday. And if you guys are not familiar, Threadbare Cider House is part of Wiggle Whiskey. Um... So they are um, we're bringing uh, cider to Northside. Threadbare Cider officially opens Friday, October 20th. Join us the opening night for an evening cider-themed fun. Tickets include two drinks, tasting platters uh, from the Cider House Kitchen, as well as live music and mini tours. Go ahead and check them out. Uh, you can get that at uh, threadbarecider.com. And they are going to be at Spring Garden Avenue at the uh, Wiggle Whiskey Barrel House. And then, don't you have uh, In Bed by 10? You're always good with that. Oh, my goodness. They're always at Spirit. I don't know who they're sponsoring this month, though. Uh, it's um, a shelter. Oh, awesome. It's a puppy so, shelter. What is that, Friday night? Friday night, 7 to 9. You're in bed by 10. We leave the sitters to go home. So, it's like usually the 30-something crowd is there. Late 20s, yes, 30s. Yes, definitely. Um... It is. It's spirit. It's a whole lot of fun. I love it. You have a beer release next. What? Well, it's in there. Yeah, I'm. I'm also looking for the st stuff for bring up a cure as well. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I know it's sold out. Bring up a cure is so. Bring up a cure is at <laughs> uh, the PPG Winter Garden. It's always sold out, but yes, it's sold out. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's not. I don't even know if it's worth mentioning at this point because it's sold out. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm just messing with you. So what's up with coffee and donuts at Wiggle? Uh, so Wiggle Whiskey is releasing a coffee liqueur, um, which is um, I, I cannot wait to try this. So I'm really really excited to uh head there next week to try it. But on Friday, October 27th, from 6 to 9 at Wiggle Whiskey, at Wiggle Distillery in the Strip, it is free to attend. Join Wiggle for a night filled with coffee and donuts. Sample coffee liqueur and drink coffee cocktails while enjoying donuts from Relish Company. Um, and coffee from Steel Cup Coffee Roasters. For release night only, $5 off the new coffee liqueur. So that is Friday, October 27th, and I have another one that's not on there, too, on Saturday, October 28th, from 6 to 9 at the Barrel House. Um, it is trick-or-treat. So it is a free whiskey festival. That's adult um, trick-or-treating? Yes. Everyone nice. receives five free whiskey samples, $5 off $3.75 bottles, $10 off $7.50, and spooky treats. Wise County Biscuits will be on site to fill you up. So, oh, and by the way, both of these parties, they exclude the the 750 bottles that are found at Pennsylvania Wine and Spirits, which are usually the rye and some of the, the rye and the bourbon and, and the Genevieve. 
So, it, but if you're dying to try some, get to one of these parties, especially that coffee and donuts. I'm so about that. It's not even funny. So we're going to go back to the beer release I have is from Dry Lag over in Millville. Um, it's the Plague is the beer. The Plague. The Plague. And I've had the Plague before um, I last love year. It. Uh, it is a sour because, of course, it comes from Dry Lag. So about the Plague, it started with Belgian-inspired stout and our French Oak Petite Syrah wine cask. Aged and unaged batches are both going to be uh, then we're blended and fermented over a trio of fresh briar berries. Uh, the result, a dark wild brew that's uh, infectious and complex. The release dates are going to be, uh, let's see, this weekend, Saturday, October 21st, 3 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. at Dry Lag Brewing. Of course, um, they're going to have the Mac and Gold food truck, um, Pittsburgh tortillas, or, or sorry, tortadas, uh, will be on site providing the eats. Dry light kitchen will also be open. Scary costumes are encouraged. Uh, what's better than dressing up like a zombie and drinking beer? We'll be wearing best costumes and some killer dry light swag. Also, um, Caliente Pizza and Draft House. All three locations will also be releasing uh, the plague on that day as well. Yes. Uh, and it will be on tap. Uh, the one in Bloomfield will have several uh, dry light uh, beers on draft. Um, I know the, the one in Mount Lebanon here is already decorated. Yeah, the one in Mount Lebanon already has like the plagues coming and so forth and everything else like that. Um, I did get to try the plague last year, aged and unaged and also blended. It was quite delicious. If you're a sour fan, it's up your alley. If you're not a sour fan, it might be something you have one of and like that was cool and then move on to something else. Um, but definitely, uh, something to have fun with. And, of course, our local brewery. Go support local brewery. And if you don't like dry leg, walk three blocks and go to Grist House because they're right there. Uh, babe, what do we have? Silence of the Lambs. Also, on the 27th, the cage from Silence of the Lambs will be in its original spot. I like my lamb chops. Extra rare with fava beans and a nice Chianti. So if you know that scene, it was filmed at Soldiers and Sailors. So on the 27th, they're holding a big party for it. We're talking with DJs and food and cocktails and, like, they're going to recreate it, I guess. Um, it's going to be kind of a big deal. So you can scope out our website for that event um, also. And also the night before is Whiskey's Watches and Cigars at Blend. This is a high-ticket one, okay, folks? This is $125 for the ticket. However, there will be some silent auctions. There's going to be some giveaways. There's going to be a ton of whiskey samples. So yes. make sure you go. Cigar samples. Um, and cigar samples, yes. So there are some great little Watch giveaways with that. So make sure that you head there. Um and check that out too. And I think that wraps for events. It does wrap up for events. Um, if you have an event that you want to attend, uh, or at least talk about, I'm a mean girl with the Instagram. She is a mean girl with the Instagram. <laughs> um, get at us. Uh, you know where to find us. If you don't know where to find us, listen after the show, and we'll tell you. Uh, but it's on the Facebook and the Twitter, as well as the mean girl on the Instagram over here. 
So we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be right back after a few messages from our friends at the River's Edge. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. How do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) He liked till 1910 or so. Well, it's for me. I used to get girls till 1910 or so. (laughs) I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so. Hey, Money Banks. Tune in to Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in. All right, folks. And we are back with the Not Safe for Work uh, Muffle the Little Kids. Mm-hmm. I love how you just Earplugs. put your... Earplugs. Earplugs. <laughs> oh, what was that in that movie? Earmuffs. 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 Yeah. Earmuffs cool. the kids. And it's time for... He said. She said. Um, you picked this week because I can't function this week. It's also, we are at almost 45 minutes now and, um, we have to wrap soon and this is a honking. It is time for this. This is a good discussion to have right now. It is a good discussion to have. And I, I picked this as... Because it's only three weeks away or four weeks. About a month. About about four weeks away away. starts it. So yeah. I said, how, how do you split family time? As a couple during the holiday season. Yes. So we know that, like, pretty much for Amanda and I, um, we do... It took some finagling the first year It took some finagling the first year, but we know that, and our families know that we go to my aunt and uncle's house for Thanksgiving in Ohio. Um, We also try to go away the night before and spend the night in Cleveland. We try to go away the night before, or the day before. We at least did it last year. We're hopefully going to do it again this year. And spend the day uh, prior, that Wednesday before Thanksgiving, um, just hanging out and eating and drinking and enjoying each other around Cleveland because with both of our jobs, we know we won't see each other again until mid-January. So, also, your family is not a big Thanksgiving family. It so, was when I was little, right. not so much now. Right. Things change. People get older, move away. They have their own family, stuff like that. My dad will probably be at my sister's again this year, so I will probably be free to roam. Yes. Um, uh, Which means Cleveland again for us. Right. As long as the car makes it, we're good. Um, <laughs> That's a whole other story. Right. Uh, and then also, you know, you have some uh, other family obligations in amongst these next couple months, mainly revolving around, like, uh, if you're Jewish, you have Hanukkah. I'm not sure how Hanukkah falls this year, um, if it's early or late. Uh, also, Christmas. So, your family is a big Christmas Eve family. It only got that way when we were older. Like, Christmas was a big deal in my family growing up. Like, there was a night that we decorated the tree. There was a night that we made Christmas cookies. There was a night that we um, wrapped presents. There was a night we went shopping as a family. There was, like, a night for, like, everything when I was little. And then, but of course it was the 80s and that was the big focus then was, like, family time right so a holiday was very different in the 80s yeah when um, i was a kid when i was a kid christmas was you know christmas to me is still for the kids um as an adult christmas just means it's a day off of work for us and last year it did not mean that for me um but christmas to me like i said is still for the kids and when i was a kid it was all about you know you had your 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 christmas break off school we had, uh, the, you know, 
Christmas Eve was at church, and we went to my neighbor's house after church and hung out there. And I had to get home before Santa came and go to bed and woke up on Christmas Day. And my mom always cooks Christmas dinner, and we had like my whole family over the house. And again, as people have gotten older and have their own families and kids now and stuff like that, um, it's kind of dwindled down a little bit to where we used to have like 30 people at my mom's house for Christmas, and now it's like 10. <laughs> um, so we still have like my aunt and uncle and my aunt and uncle from Ohio that we go up and see for Thanksgiving come down for Christmas uh, and so forth uh, so that's my family does stuff Christmas Day yours is more like a Christmas Eve yeah we've we've reverted you know, to Christmas Eve with them because it's just easier it's easier you know because everybody has their own family things going on uh, so sometimes it can get tough to juggle uh, holidays as a family whether it's you are still single and it's going to your mom and dad's house or going to your dad's house or going to your oh mom's god house that's or the worst you know because then you got to hear about it like especially if you have other siblings who have significant others and you're like the single person who's focusing right? on their career or whatever and you're like hi i'm single and they're all like oh look at johnny did this month yeah yeah like he's an honor roll and blah blah and you're kind of like Hey, guess what? I made partner in my firm, and, like, nobody cares. Right. Or you're like, hey, hand me another scotch, you know? Uh, <laughs> I mean, because every family has their own quirks. Our families have their own quirks. You know, um, basically, if you're single, good luck to you. And if your siblings or other family members are doing better than you are or worse than you are or on a different level than you are roll with the punches have another scotch if you are a couple like amanda and i and we're not married but um uh, we have we hear about that during the holidays oh yeah we hear about married. that during like how come you guys aren't married yet like well because we're not going to we've both been married before both divorced and have our own things behind us and whatever that's our own lives but be sympathetic, I guess, to the rest of your family members. But also put yourself out there and be like, hey, by the way, this is what we're doing. Or this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm working on. This is what we are working on. Especially if you're with your significant other and you're not married and you have no plans of being married anytime soon. Put it out there what you guys are working on together. Whether you're living in sin or not, depending on your religion. But it happens. But jump my favorite, too, is if you are single and you have, what do they call it during this time of year? A cuddle buddy? Cuffing. Oh, uh, if I, you have a cuffing I, I relationship. Heard, I heard that term from a person I worked with that was much younger than me. That's in if you are so in a cuffing relationship. It's cuffing season. If you end up bringing them with you, that's just a whole other basket of awkward. So right? make sure you are on the same page that you're like, look, this is Johnny so-and-so. We uh, are just chilling. Um, you could even lie and tell the whole family that they like, you know, their own, their same sex or whatever, so that you cannot get into those awkward conversations. But you know, um, you just kind of want to set the expectations that if you have a cuffing relationship and you've only been in it for like a month, um, do not take them to grandma's. No, just don't do it. Grandma's gonna end up. She'll sniff that shit out quickly. Oh yeah, Grandma will be sitting there at the table and be like, "So you two are shagging." 
And then that'll be the end of that conversation. Yeah, because once we know when you're over 21, Grandma comes out and cuts loose. Like, Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Nope. Then it's happening. Yeah. Dads, too. Parents, too. They they get humorous. Yeah, they, they know. They're like, oh, yeah, this is my 23-year-old son. Uh, this is whatever chick he hooked up with last night that's coming to Christmas dinner. Like, uh, no, Mom, we've kind of been together now for like six months. Not just some chick I hooked up with last night. I love it that, you know what I love the most about our holiday together is whenever they don't know how to describe us. And I've just finally decided that we're life partners. Well, yeah. Because I don't feel like that should just be for... Um, same-sex relationships. Same-sex relationships. I think that should be for whoever is over the four-year mark that have decided that they're in it for the long term but don't want the piece of paper. Just remember, Pennsylvania dropped common-law marriage anymore, so you don't have to worry about moving out every six years yeah. for six months to make it not legal or <laughs> legal, however you want to look at it. So I'm okay with not being married, but it just gets humorous after a while that I'm like, nobody knows how to describe what we are. Mm-hmm. And I'm this, like, yeah, we're my, life my mom's partners. like, oh, this could be my future daughter-in-law. Like, oh, and yeah. I'm saying they're going, no. Yeah. yeah. No. It's, no. Yeah, it's easier. Just leave it go. Just, no. And of course, my dad's always like, once you two get hitched, that means I could carry on to the wild blue yonder. And I'm like, no, not going to no, happen. No, we're keeping you Guess alive. going to. Because yeah, you're going to be, uh, you know, 117. Yeah, Dennis, we're keeping you alive. Sorry, we're not getting <laughs> married. and you know, We're doing you a solid. But <laughs> You know, it's so funny we say this, but it could change in another 10 years. Oh, yeah. Don't know. Who knows? <laughs> we honestly just right now. It could change the next okay. fall, whatever. But, <laughs> well, I mean, wait a minute. What are you trying to... What? It was a, what? It, it was a suggestion. What? what? Babe. <laughs> Calm down. I'm a little too tipsy for this conversation right now. Because the men had scotch. <laughs> and now beer. And now beer. Which she likes. All of it. But no, Taking I mean, another I sip, mean, it, sorry. Yeah, it's that it's that season of the holiday season. And even oh. if you are You know what just dawned on me? What? What about the gift giving? Oh, gift giving sucks. We should cover that next week. Gift you giving. think gift giving sucks? No, no, no. I love gift giving. It's it's the trickle down portion, and as you get older, the trickle down shortens. Oh, okay. You know, because obviously you want to give to your parents. If you have um, any spawn of your own, you want to take care of the spawn of your own. Those hellfire spawns, right? Those hellfire spawns. You want to take care of the spawn of your own. You want to take care of your parents. Those are your top two priorities. Then you get into your significant other. Um, and honestly, your significant other should come third on the list. Uh, first should be your spawn. Then would be your parents. Then your significant other. And then the trickle down after that goes to, well, aunt so-and-so gives me a gift every year. So I got to get her something. You yeah. know, or, you know, uncle so-and-so gets me a gift. You know, as I've gotten older, I receive gifts from, let's see, my parents, uh, you, uh, my kid, not really, because uh, kids really don't start giving parents gifts until they're older. Uh, and I don't then, think I'll ever get a gift. Yeah, really, I don't think I will either. But, um, and then I have my one aunt and uncle that always brings something, and I have my other aunt and uncle 
that always brings something. So, like, we give back to them. You know, it's not necessarily about the receiving. It's it's about the giving. I mean, and whether or not... I try to include as many people. If we spent more time with the other half of the family, right. it would grow to be like... Oh my God, we're getting everybody ornaments or something like no, that. No, I just uncle, can't do it. Am I an uncle in Ohio that we go to for Thanksgiving and then they come to my mom and dad's house for Christmas? And I and they always ask me, "What do you want for Christmas this year?" It's we like, always say the same thing. Uh, same thing. Um, Fowler's Mill pancake mix and syrup because Ohio maple syrup's awesome. Yep. And Fowler's Mill pancake mix. If you've never had it, it's in Chardon, Ohio. You should check it out. <laughs> Uh, they do they do ship online, uh, but it's amazing. Um, so that's what they get us, and we usually get them, you know, like a gift card or some. I can usually make them a gift basket, and you make them a, you make them a little gift basket. With I usually like some go through like Target or, and get you know, like two mugs and some hot cocoa and some other stuff, and then you put and together a bottle some, of wine. Sometimes and you put some, in there, and you've put some of your yeah. own artwork in there and stuff. Oh yeah, I've given them your artwork's hanging in the house, by the way. So. Yeah, my my photography is hanging in their house. Uh, my uh, there's artwork, Pittsburgh my artwork hanging in Cleveland house. And there's uh, yeah, it hangs in your parents' house too. Yeah, it does. I have uh, I have quite a few pictures hanging, which reminds me, I should probably do that this year too. Yeah, I have some, some beautiful pictures of food. Yes, we can make some beautiful. You have some beautiful pictures of being of outside food. and stuff too. Yeah, like, you know, like so, the city and everything. So give something personal too. Uh, but it, as far as exchanging gifts to one another, when do you think the age limit, the time limit is? Like, if you've only been together a month, what do you do? You get somebody a gift. You've been together a month. You still, you still get them a gift. It's a matter of your spending limit. So, like, you've been together a month. Like, hey, Merry Christmas. Uh, here you go. And it's like, oh, like a candle or something for their house or something you can do together. Like, you know, here's you know, a night out for us at this place. You know, that's a gift like that. If you've only What about a for... cuddle coupon book? A cu- oh, well, we've done a cuddle coupon book. <laughs> we've done a cuddle coupon book where I redeeming this coupon for 20 minutes of back rubbing. You know, and that works. That works for all. That works for that's all. That's not just for Valentine's Day. That's not just for Valentine's Day. That's for, that's like Christmas and that's like birthday and whatnot. Uh-huh. You know that that works for everything. You know. So you don't think, but you say more money. So we're at the five year mark. That means I'm pretty getting a pretty expensive gift this year, huh? <sighs> Sorry. Under pressure. I know, right? <laughs> so that Dyson vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh no you didn't because the one rule is what do you not get a woman for christmas a vacuum cleaner or anything to do with the kitchen <laughs> very true it it stays true for people who are not yes married. it does do not buy me a vacuum cleaner i would actually be happy with a dyson vacuum cleaner that's i know you would me. that's why that's what I'm, you're getting you know and that's that goes back to that conversation at target oh my god <laughs> yeah I never saw a person laugh so hard in my life that was a complete stranger. Mm. Like, so funny. So we were in the Dyson aisle, and we were talking. This had to be back when we first started Three. That's like five years ago. Yeah. So we were very fresh, very, very new. We were looking at Dyson's, and we were talking. We had just moved in together. And we were talking, and you had said something like, 
we should really buy Dyson, but I need to put it in the prenup. And I said, fuck you, dude. If I leave your ass, you can keep the son of a bitchin' thing. And somebody turned and looked and started laughing. Because I was like... (laughs) Straight up like howling, like, oh, that's funny as shit. I'm like, (laughs) why the fuck would you put the Dyson in a prenup? I'm like, I don't want that shit. Keep it. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, so that, I think, concludes this week's show. It does. I think we're all done. So, how'd you like the brew? I am still... I feel like my glass keeps getting refilled, and I don't know it. Maybe. Did um, you fill the glass again? Yeah. Oh, I'm just not realizing now that you're putting more beer in there. I'm trying to keep them at a tipsy. But- Oh, there's so many things I could say right now. No, women, I feel completely safe. Don't worry. Not her, too. <laughs> Ay! <laughs> Jag. I'm sorry. Yeah, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> Not in this current situation. Not me, too. You literally just Prior conversations in life, yes, me, too. Current situation, not her, too. But anyway, you need to stop talking. Ow, that hurt. Sorry. That really hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gave him a little love tap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we are done for the night. We are done for the night. Thank you, folks, uh, for listening to us, and we will see you again next week with more fun adventures from Bold Nights Out. I'm yawning. PCNs. Take it easy. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at BoldPGH.com. Listen to us always at TheRiversEdgePGH.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge Radio Station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.